0: Welcome back to another episode of Things My Friends Know. I'm your host, Lisa Lindenfelser, and I'm here to talk with my friends about their passions. In today's episode, we chat with Kelsey and Ryan, a couple who bonded over their passion of cooking together and food. hello hello and welcome to our second episode um and as we said we are here with ryan and kelsey ryan and kelsey thanks so much for joining us today hello hello (laughs) thanks for having us so happy to have you here just so you know rupert um which is what we call ryan that's his nickname that i gave him and will forever be known as he's watching basketball while we record today's episode
1: false those are that's fake news
0: ohio state versus (laughs) illinois is just as important as this podcast
1: (laughs) fake news
0: (laughs) oh my goodness so we're here today to talk to you guys about cooking when i ask everybody you know what are you passionate about both of you had cooking and probably your top five list so what made you so passionate about cooking like why do you get so hyped about it
2: well i think Really, it's all about,
0: we're passionate about food. That's what I think. <laughs> not so
1: much the cooking. It's what happens well, we after like the cooking.
0: Well, we do like cooking. Oh, Just okay. So it's actually about food.
1: I No, I think we both really enjoy the process. Yes. It's like an I, art form.
2: Yes. Um, I think that was something that we had in common. You know, it's not video games or sports like Ryan likes. So
0: <laughs> we both like cooking and we like to cook together. Oh, so. so you guys actually cook together? Do you do that on a regular basis, or just for like special meals?
1: Depends on the week. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on whether or not Kels wants to share the kitchen with me.
0: Yeah, I feel like now <laughs> I
2: almost take over too much. But in the beginning of our relationship, we really like to like cook dinners together. I and... think
1: like where we're at now, our kitchen's so small; it's hard for both to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but at Pete's, mm-hmm. at our my previous spot, the kitchen was so large. We loved cooking together. We would mm-hmm. cook meals for. You know his family, both of us, anybody that came over, and we loved it. Yeah, yeah. I mean to this day, if our kitchen, I mean we're running up, we're running an apartment, so
0: yeah, um, it's pretty. It's tight, not the
1: but... biggest, but it's we make it work.
0: So you're saying you would cook together more if you had more space in your kitchen currently. Hundred percent. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. That makes sense. So when you were first dating, like, do you remember the first meal that you cooked together, or like the first meal you cooked for each other? I. I don't remember.
1: I can tell you what sparks my interest. Yeah. Is that the first meal that I ever remember cooking for Kelsey was uh, Valentine's Day. Oh. oh. Um, it would have been six months, seven months after we started dating. Yeah. And wow. I, I, she doesn't think we did it, but I swear we made a heart-shaped pizza. Yeah, we did. From scratch. Oh, no. Together? And that was our first meal we ever really cooked together yeah. from scratch. Everything. So, know, all ingredients, fresh, everything. <laughs> that's so and sweet good. Out, and it was good
2: so yeah that valentine's i showed up to where he was living at pete's house um his roommate at the time and i showed up and he, he had set up a painting Ooh. a bob ross follow-along painting activity basically yep. and so we made homemade pizza
1: Drank a lot we, of wine. We, he had the <laughs> naturally. I think we had six bottles yeah. of wine. I don't know <laughs> if then, we finished all of that.
2: And then he had art I easels. Did. He had art easels set up with canvases and paint. Aww. And yep. he had like a little monitor and we watched Bob Ross paint and we
0: followed along with it. Wow. So that was the same time as the heart-shaped pizza night? Yeah. Yep. And then we, we had the heart-shaped pizza. Very romantic, Rupert. I'm he impressed.
1: Did yeah, I, I haven't been able to live up to it since, so... <laughs> I'm surprised she's still with me at this point, two years later.
0: Things to look forward to in the future. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've already set the bar too high.
0: Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Well, that's so sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, That sounds like the perfect date night at home. So. You know, we've been in the Rona times for a while now, almost mm-hmm. a year at this point. We're recording this in mid-January of 2021. So knowing that we've all probably been cooking a lot more at home, what is one of your favorite things to cook?
2: Um, I just like trying any new recipes, I think. I like finding what we have at home and, and trying to like come up with something um, I just kind of research like Pinterest and things like that, and um, I like throwing stuff together. So I feel like I don't have one specific meal. Um, what You're do you good think? At making
1: anything out of nothing.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you I like to wrestle up. Yeah, I think that's why we liked watching Chopped and you know mm. different food networks. Games yeah. Till I die. It's like <laughs> I like Shout trying out. to make a dinner work without having to go to the store. Yeah, I,
1: I would agree with that. I would say yeah. for me, it's anything Mexican. Yeah. Okay constantly i remember drives kelsey nuts i remember
0: you guys had a week where every meal that you had for the whole week was mexican themed how did that go i mean like luckily you have two bathrooms in your apartment
1: i have (laughs) one phrase to say and it's mexican till i die (laughs) so yeah that
2: week was fun Because we, I mean, Mexican food, it's just all the same ingredients cooked a different way. So Even
1: the same way, it's thrown together differently, too. You go from a burrito to a quesadilla to enchiladas, you name it. Really
0: easily. Yeah, that's true. I love cooking
1: every little bit of it, and I incorporate literally Mexican into every meal I make. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding.
2: That's awesome. We made um, homemade crunch
0: wraps, too. (gasps) So good. Oh, shizzy bop. I forgot. How long ago was that? Recently? yeah, a couple weeks ago, probably. I would
1: say a month ago. How did it they happened turn out? recently after a drunken Taco Bell exposure.
2: <laughs> I so
1: I was like, decided. let's just
2: make but, our
0: oh, own. Okay. Like you had taken a drunken trip to Taco Bell no, that inspired actually we you. It in. Oh, ordered we didn't okay. even have to DoorDash. Leave. Perfect. And that inspired you to make your own crunch wrap? Yeah,
1: 24 hours later. <laughs> made it
0: happen. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> and
1: uh, I'd have to say that Kelsey and I's crunch wraps are way better than Taco Bell's
0: yeah you put natural ingredients
1: in the same like format yeah it's the best thing i've ever like
0: life-changing i actually did see a recipe for a crunchwrap recently um on this account that i really like called half baked harvest um it's kind of insane because the woman who runs that account is like the tiniest person that i've ever seen in my entire life and the recipes that she posts are like 50 pounds of butter, like tons <laughs> of oil, like everything I make from that. I'm like, am I really going to need a quarter cup of olive oil to make some fucking onions? And the answer is yes. Uh, yeah, no. With her, you do. And so anyway, sorry, sidebar. But I did see a recipe on her Instagram account for a crunch wrap, And I literally bookmarked it and sent it to myself because I thought that Pablo would like it. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And she even I recommended like crunching up Doritos in the <gasps> middle oh. of the crunch wrap that's
1: a great idea
2: i have seen that to do
1: we use just little corn flour tortillas that we fried okay in vegetable oil but i honestly think that was more work than we needed i think the doritos route would be 10 out of 10 i mean perfect that's awesome
2: yeah doritos would be amazing
0: so if you had to pick like one ingredient that you couldn't live the rest of your life without like what would you pick I know this is gonna be hard for Rupert. He has a lot of favorite things. Ranch, salsa. Well, those are those are <laughs> chocolate. Is it an
1: ingredient or a dressing?
0: salsa is not a like dressing. Like one ingredient or one item? It one item. Be. One item. Hmm.
1: Can I just say hot sauce? Sure. I can't. Yeah, that's live a without bold move. Sauce.
0: It's a bold move. Anything but I hot sauce
1: you. related or hot, spicy, like <laughs> <Yeah>. jalapeno. Anything. <laughs> can't live without.
0: Wow. Okay, I what just,
2: am, I hate when Ryan <laughs> doesn't even take a bite of the food I make and he just pours hot sauce oh, on it without even trying. I'm insult. like, can you just try it first
1: and then add I with hot sauce? Everything uh, is how do hot sauce?
0: Okay, but like, uh, hold on, we need to talk about this for a minute <laughs> we because, don't. like, Next yeah, topic. we really do. Um, because, like, when you put hot sauce on things everything just tastes like fucking hot sauce yeah. so what's the point
1: thank you well, when you have taste buds like mine hot sauce doesn't have its flavor it just adds <laughs> to the flavor so you still taste <laughs> but, the original i guess context or not context but
0: like ingredients and stuff you Taste the original
1: ingredients but it has the hot sauce on top
0: i feel like it desensitizes your taste buds yeah though, totally to where... agree like pineapple when you have too much pineapple can Ooh. you like Oh my gosh! I just want everybody who's listening in the audience to know that Pablo and Rupert are literally unable to speak right now because I'm pretty sure Rupert farted. No. No. His stomach was gargling because we were talking about hot sauce. His stomach was gargling because we were
1: talking about hot sauce. Ryan's crying.
2: So we were talking about hot sauce and your stomach. it knew are you hungry,
0: hungry, oh my God, I mean, what's more funny is that I thought you farted, and that was like probably more likely. Pablo's still unable to do anything but laugh because of how loud his stomach was. I did hear something, but I legit thought you farted. Wow, you guys gonna I be okay hear anything.
2: these noise cancelling headphones are okay, good.
0: so <laughs> we're just gonna fly past that (laughs) since rupert and pablo are still unable to speak so kelsey Mm -hmm. what is an ingredient that you couldn't live without or item what would you soy sauce that's
1: a good one
2: because i i feel like ryan really likes the mexican dishes i'm more like asian style Mm. stir fries and things so we use a lot of soy sauce or like the liquid um aminos aminos, which is supposed to be a healthier version i guess yeah but it has more like I think it has, like, higher B12 and all these other oh, type things. That's it's supposed cool. supposed to be a little bit better than soy.
0: Yeah, Asian dishes would be hard to live without. Like, it's yeah. that, that would be difficult. The especially... thing for me is, like,
1: Asian and Mexican cuisines are very diverse. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. there's so many routes you can go with, like, Asian stir fry mm-hmm. is, like, an abundance of different types of meals.
2: Yeah, that's one of the staples, I think, in our household is Yum. just thrown together some Mexican. chicken and a bunch of i should have known that veggies. this episode
0: was gonna make me so hungry and like Sorry. ready to eat anything yes. no it's totally okay like it's exciting but <laughs> um so <laughs> i think both of you prepared a story for me about just a really memorable moment with cooking yeah. so would you would one of you like to share one of your stories
1: i can go mm-hmm and to no surprise it's it's mexican themed
0: of course Um, naturally
1: i got into cooking because of my mother Mm -hmm. she i don't know how she did it but to work all day and come home and still cook a five course meal for five people was incredible Uh, but every time that we cooked enchiladas at my mom's or back home was the best part of my day because she would always let me help roll the tortillas So she would get all the fixings. She'd let me help cook, like, the chicken, and she'd put the seasonings in. And my job was to roll the tortillas as perfectly as I could without spilling any fillings. And and for whatever reason, I loved it. And that was the best tasting food ever. It may have been because I was, you know, helping to cook. Mm -hmm. But That's so sweet. I will never forget that moment. And that always got me into cooking. And. From there, she always taught me, you know, all of her recipes. She'd let me help and mm-hmm. cook, but it was always enchilada night that I loved.
0: That's so sweet.
1: And I think that's why I cook them so often now yeah. in my <laughs> <I'm> 27. <laughs> you know, I started when I was eight. <laughs> he helping. requests it weekly. I do. Every so week.
0: what did your mom stuff the enchiladas with? Like, what are the innards?
1: Uh, chicken, onions, uh, what is it? Roma tomatoes. Oh, um, okay. So she
0: puts tomatoes in them?
1: She puts tomatoes in mm-hmm. them. Um, and just like a regular white onion and then all the seasonings. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we would put a little bit of enchilada sauce inside. And then okay. like it, what felt like gallons back in the day <laughs> was really just like a one quart can where you'd put on top of a bunch, <laughs> so much cheese that you wouldn't poop for a week.
0: That's a lot of cheese. So much cheese. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, wish you, it was more. I feel like you eat a lot of cheese now, even now as an adult. Yeah. Fake news. <laughs> oh my God. Why do you keep saying that? Because <laughs> it's funny. Oh, oh my gosh! I like I don't know why, but in my head, when I think about enchiladas right now, like I'm thinking about like cream cheese ricotta, like that kind of filling, like a creamy.
1: Yeah, we like were like cheesy. Chicken um, it was, But it sounds like you put the enchilada chicken, sauce in it. Never beef with okay. red sauce, and it was never creamy, but the chicken was never dry either. The yeah. my mom would cook it, she would put so much like either enchilada sauce or some other type of liquid in while she was like boiling it. Yeah, um, to make then, it super flavorful. Yep, and then you put it in the skillet on the stove top, and then add more liquid into it so it never dried out. The, no, the enchilada so sauce delicious. is the so best so part. Good. Melted in your mouth.
0: Kelsey, have you had um, Rupert's mom's enchiladas? Actually,
2: yeah, we were had, when we were last there, we um, whipped together a pan of enchiladas. Oh.
1: it wasn't the
2: well. Yeah, she like ten corn.
1: year ago recipe. It was, a but it was still really good. She she had whatever she could find in the cupboards and made it work, mm-hmm. and it was delicious.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, shout out to Rupert's mom. Shout out,
2: Caroline. Caroline.
0: <laughs> Sweet Caroline. <laughs> Great at the enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny because, like, I legitimately don't think that my parents did anything Mexican related. Maybe tacos. Like, that was like pushing the limits, too. Mm-hmm. Like, tacos was the limit of Mexican food in our house. Like, I don't even think we ate salsa, really. Oh, really? Oh, we
2: have so Mexican. That's, that's like our staple. Our house, yeah. <laughs>
0: so it's just like funny that your your mom was like so legit she was making enchiladas like while i was eating hamburger helper you were having enchiladas if she
1: was here today and i told her that the enchiladas were my favorite part of my childhood she would probably get angry because she made so many better dishes oh. but those are always the ones that stuck yeah
0: out. and just to clarify you cook. mean physically here in this moment she's still with us oh yes physically <laughs> We're like, if she were still here, or I don't Don't know, don't take that out of
1: context. (laughs) She's alive, she's just just in
0: Indiana, though,
1: she's just far away. Mama
0: Rupert still (laughs) cooking. (laughs) So, Kelsey, um, what about you? What, like, cooking memorable moment Mm -hmm. comes to mind?
2: I think I there's so many, it was hard to think of just one, but really. We grew up even in my house watching Food Network, like it was mm. always on. And then my grandma, my mom's mom, she's a really good cook, and she has a huge cookbook collection. Like, she just loves... That's awesome. She has, like, hundreds probably, um, and super old. Some are even, like, her mom's and her grandma's that she still has. But she's she's always been such a good cook, and I think, like, she loves making things from scratch. So I love... Um, just growing up we would always help her whip something together and everything was from scratch like barely wow. anything was that she bought was like processed so
0: makes total sense because i feel like when you do most things when you do actually make them from scratch they're so much better
2: da- oh yeah most 100%. things
1: she's still the same way <laughs> yeah to this and day. what's that everything your grandma does yeah oh. she
0: rupert what's some of the stuff that she's made when you've been I there i
1: can't even think i mean she, um, what did she make out of that what was the cabbage roll thing oh Ooh. oh she
2: makes glump keys too she oh. her um dad who adopted her was polish so she grew up making a lot of polish food what's a glump key is that what you
0: said glump
2: yeah it's it's like a um, or called a cabbage roll so it's like big cabbage leaves but it's stuffed with like beef and rice and like
0: covered in like tomato sauce yum oh my god
1: it's a a pretty polish dish your fork cuts through it like butter but it's the best tasting thing
0: so it's kind of like a pot sticker but like with cabbage and like more
1: yeah Yeah. more americanized i used to think that they
0: were called go monkeys go monkeys it's (laughs) honestly so so
1: polish not go
2: go
0: monkeys
2: (laughs) galumpkies (laughs) galumpkies i'm sure you guys have had pierogies that's a polish dish too yes
0: uh i do actually think i pablo's mom made me homemade pierogi mm. free the last time i think we saw them we had them or maybe before that i don't know but it's been somewhat recently that she made them it and yes she makes very good food it must be something about the polish they know how to take care of you and make oh, some yeah. good fucking food Very carb-happy. they choose right like yes. they love to use a
2: lot of <laughs> Carps, carbs
0: carbs carbs <laughs> yeah potatoes are like a staple which makes sense because they're so cheap yeah so cheap and then Ireland ran out of potatoes and everybody died. <laughs> potato famine. Come on, don't, don't fact check me.
1: Don't put it in your vodka, you know?
2: Yeah. The Irish potato famine impacted the Polish people pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. I think they're pretty close, aren't they? Like, geographically? I think so. Yeah. Okay, so like I'm saying, like, if they ran out of potatoes in Ireland, don't you think that, like, other people probably had issues?
1: yeah but back then I you're know. growing locally during the family okay days,
0: so so you you're saying it really transport. was localized to ireland only ireland ran out of potatoes
2: i don't know i don't I know don't that's a good question me. now that I'm... I'm not a history
0: major <laughs> Engineer. Nobody but knows. Ireland Not is a pretty know, small country. We know that the potato famine happened, but we don't know why and <laughs> we don't know how or anything really else it just about it. Killed it all the potatoes. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> <laughs> Next like episode we'll learn about so. the well, Ireland potato
1: thing. Like it's own island, right? Or it is.
2: It's Ireland? a Mandela effect. Yeah. I don't. I, I didn't think so, Ireland.
0: Ireland was an island, is it? It's a very small country, actually. It's smaller than you think. It's tiny. Okay. Lot, Pablo is showing a us a map, parts. and it is an island. So that would make sense why it was...
1: Ireland. <laughs> Ireland. Oh. Get just <laughs> made that up.
0: Wow. Okay. So we all have degrees here. Some of us have multiple degrees. <laughs> Not in geography. Um, even one of us has two master's degrees because he's a psycho, and that is Rupert. <laughs> Fake news. He just knows how to one, bullshit. One master's degree degrees. wasn't enough. We had to have two. And again, none of us knew that Ireland was an island. So, you know, just let's think about what that means for the education system in this country. (laughs) So, um, Rupert, you kind of already answered this, but like, did you guys have a favorite meal growing up that you loved having? Aside from enchiladas for you, Rupert?
1: Yeah, actually. So my dad never really cooked. Um, My mom always, she probably did 95% of the cooking. But when dad... Was in the kitchen when I came home from school. Mm-hmm. It was meatloaf central, and Dad's meatloaf was out of this world. I don't. I not even know how to explain it. I don't know what he did. He had oatmeal in it. I mean, oatmeal. we're talking wow. mushrooms, peppers, onions, ketchup on the inside, ketchup and mustard on the outside. <laughs> wow. It was the greatest.
0: Do you think he still makes it?
1: No, because they're both retired. My mom's so bored; she cooks every meal, and my dad doesn't have time. It doesn't even have a chance to get in there.
0: Do you think that makes him sad? No. Okay. My dad okay. Hates so cooking. he's he's but he but is so damn good at making. Did he put hot sauce on the meatloaf? No,
1: nope. My dad is the hot sauce king. I've never seen somebody eat a, a bag of hot Cheetos without flinching, or sweating, <laughs> he, or coughing, or hiccuping, or anything.
0: Yeah, but Papa um, Rupert, he can do it. Papa Rupert must be genetic.
1: Is yeah, I, I don't even. He, he's he a beast. The blazing, he could, he, the blazing wings at B Dub's. Uh huh. He's eaten them before what the whole thing less than five minutes no issue no, no sweating no ranch oh. no water no milk no coke nothing just wow. eat the no wings
0: papa rupert
1: that's papa rupert i wish i was that level
0: I that's impressive i Please. feel like you will I,
1: <laughs> he does deserve round, a round of applause for
0: keith. keith i do feel like you'll be at that level someday because of the amount of hot sauce that you eat maybe <laughs> I think Kelsey's I point is yes. true like with, with the hot your, sauce your intake. taste buds die and then you can eat blazing wings w- without flinching.
1: Yeah. But whenever it came to, to Papa <laughs> Rupert's meatloaf, yep. It uh, was the that shit. Was mm-hmm. History. I mean, that was it was once a month, random day, <laughs> okay. I'd come home after basketball practice, I'd look at the oven and my dad's got his hands in the, you know, just buried in the meat and best meatloaf of my life to this day I did you I still did month.
0: you play um basketball with david k i did how did that go for you
1: great david k was one of the best teammates you could ever imagine
0: spoiler alert our third episode of the podcast will be with david k mm-hmm. talking about spoiler. a very different topic poker ah. <laughs> so i just needed to know if you actually played basketball with david k yeah,
1: i played with him quite a few years he's pretty great he's very good very athletic
0: (laughs) what about you kelsey did you have a meal as a kid that you really like looked forward to or was was your favorite um i think spaghetti my mom always made Mm. spaghetti
2: i she made a lot of other good meals too but for whatever reason we had that every week um so we'd come home super tired from like track practice or whatever we were doing and she'd have a huge pot of spaghetti
0: yeah and
2: there's five of us kids so it, it was easy and quick to make for yeah. a bunch of kids
0: so did you put anything on top <laughs> sorry this beer cracking bush if you want to sponsor this podcast you're more than welcome um bush latte is a staple in this household actually both households bush. our household and rupert and kelsey's <laughs> even know what I was saying anymore. Oh, what what kind of toppings did you put on the spaghetti? Like, did you do cheese? Like, oh, yeah. or was it just like pasta and marinara? Definitely just
2: the fake Parmesan in oh, the can. Okay. You know, right out of the shaker, the craft
0: Parmesan.
2: um Pablo yeah. is much better than
0: that. Pablo's pumped thinking <laughs> well, about are, that Parmesan. <laughs>
2: I think also that why they made spaghetti so much is my dad has a huge garden and all he grows is like tomatoes basically so we always had
0: homemade tomato sauce. Papa Kels you can grow things besides <laughs> tomatoes in the garden.
2: We try to tell him we're like please can you grow something else and he's like eh. Tomatoes We, tomatoes we do grow. There's like I think this year he had like over 40 plants of tomatoes of tomatoes tomatoes yeah. are he grows are not a few yeah he, he has yeah, other stuff he has like asparagus and like
0: okay so he has expanded it's not just tomatoes yeah so we can he cans
2: a lot of tomatoes and we use that to make
0: I spaghetti mean, that's actually super smart because i do feel mm-hmm. like canned
1: tomatoes
0: are legitimately better they're
1: so much better than what it actually is potato. yeah oh.
0: yeah it, and, and like Fresh tomatoes foods. are like so important to like something like a spaghetti oh, sauce yeah. Is making sure you have good tomatoes. Or even
1: if you made a stew out of it of some sort yeah. of like a stew. Oh,
0: like a minestrone almost with yeah. like tomatoes as the sauce. Yeah. yeah.
1: Pete's parents always had tomatoes canned mm-hmm. and then they had venison canned. Oh, to make a stew out of venison and like real like just Yum. canned tomatoes. There's a flavor you can't describe and you'd think you'd never eat growing up, but yeah. once you have it. Yeah. Delicious.
0: Venison is deer. Yeah, correct. What is bison? Bison meat? Yeah. <laughs> I can't answer that. <laughs> I needed you to prepare to, to talk about the different kinds of meats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's <bisonson.
0: laughs> bison. Like like Bison's bison. I accept that I think,
2: actually. Oh yeah, bison. I just, think it, bison. Yeah, just, it's like just bison just like bison burger okay yeah. we
0: so over New Year's Eve we cooked a prime rib and we actually like went to a meat market and got a prime rib Um, spoiler alert it didn't turn out, turn out super great it was way too raw in the middle oh. and like once you've cut into it you're kind of screwed like what yeah. what are you gonna do yeah. like put it back in the oven it after it's already been in there for two and a half hours yeah. like it be
1: just dry it out quick?
0: yeah I think next time I was talking about it with some people that I work with that also do a lot of cooking of meat and they recommended just having a um, meat thermometer in the middle Mm. and that way you can actually get it to the right temperature before you bring it out and then it's more foolproof because you're going by temperature of the meat just
1: you leave it in there while it's in the oven
0: yeah, yeah, it's, like, it has a little string on it, so you can bring the thing out of the oven that tells you the temperature, and then there's just this metal piece that you insert into oh. the the middle of the meat, so yeah, um, I'll have to try that again, but the meat market is was, like, super, like, old school you could tell they'd been there at least 50 years like and everything looked so good oh my god i couldn't believe it i'm probably gonna make pablo go back and we're gonna pick out something crazy they had like skirt steak Mm. where it had like peppers and onions and mozzarella in the middle and then they rolled it up kind of like a oh yum i don't know a taquito like you know how they're just like rolled like a meat roll yeah and then they had like you know like ties on it and i was like that looks that sounds so That's good right like stuffed skirt steak like who even thinks about that i guess a meat market oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. they got Add the some meat.
1: salsa on it make a mexican oh, <laughs> <man. God. laughs>
0: no <laughs> i do, do love mexican i just work, get walk, i mean of like, like do you think rupert realistically like do you think you could ever get tired of salsa no okay
1: the most versatile food there is wow that's impressive
0: that's really impressive yes okay so i was having a conversation with pablo while i was under the influence and one of the things that dawned on me you know how sometimes you have like these epiphanies when you've had a few um (laughs) i had this epiphany that we watch tv you know like we're watching tv right now in a fake way and there's commercials And I would guess over sixty percent of the commercials are food. So, like, if you could, Mm -hmm. and right now there, it went from a Dairy Queen commercial to now a beef jerky commercial, lots of food. And if we didn't have to look at food commercials, we wouldn't crave all of this bad, shitty food that's so Mm -hmm. bad for our bodies. What do you think about that?
1: I think that's one hundred percent accurate.
0: Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I mean,
1: it's every commercial. The food marketing is huge. Was your target? I think it's like ninety, but.
0: It's just like crazy because, like, we could in like in if we started today in the next generation's lifetime, they probably wouldn't have as many problems with food if we stopped allowing food marketing. Yeah,
1: yeah you could market to cook healthier. For yes, yourself, you know, I think force it down.
0: Isn't it just insane though? Like how much marketing like has an impact on our lives? Yep. Oh yeah, blows my mind. Same with fast food. Yeah, how many it's fast food chains there are. Too?
2: And they're at every exit that you you
0: know. And they look good on TV, so. (laughs) And it's quick and easy, and it's so tempting to always. I, um, a few years ago, tried to read. They did a biography or or autobiography about the guy who invented McDonald's. Mm. I read half of it. I had to stop because it was like, I don't know. It was like, I don't know what time frame. It was like the 1920s. It was like this old white guy who was like, I had the secretary <laughs> and just, like, talked about how she was smart for a woman. And it was just so crazy. Anyway, but it was, like, crazy to hear about. Sorry, I got the eye roll from Pablo. who was like, why are you talking about this? <laughs> uh, oh, you're shaking your head at the basketball game. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. Anyway, <laughs> like, it was, like, interesting because, like, they described how they made the french fries at McDonald's. They, like, soak them and then dry them out, and then freeze them, and then fry them, mm. which is like a mm. crazy thing. I'm probably not remembering it exactly no, right, I but it was like it was a, a crazy process.
1: I believe it. Have you ever seen that documentary?
0: No, I never watched it. Or we they watched had the millions, but that worth was about it.
1: The documentaries, were or the movie documentary, isn't it? The Founders. I, I don't remember what it's called, but it's I think worth, it's called the. Founders. It's worth, it's worth the it?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to check it out.
1: Because That's the more people about that the started business McDonald's it, aren't the people that have profited from McDonald's for 30 right. years.
2: Yeah, the Founders movie is more about the business side, I think. Not so much mm. about the f- food, yeah. but more about the business. About
1: yeah. it's, how everything it was, went down. It was a good movie. I liked it. But
0: So I mean, w- we are hanging out on a Saturday right now. What do you think will be on the menu for next week when you get ready to do your meal planning? Pizza. Pizza? Why?
1: Mexican pizza. I, do I'm doing skin. this in hope to convince Kelsey to change the menu for whatever she had in mind.
2: I have nothing in mind yet. I usually just scroll on Pinterest or wherever and get inspiration. Yeah, get inspiration. We
1: always try to change it up. Um, we don't really have a consistent menu. Yeah. We don't cook the same thing often. That's smart. As of recent That's in the smart. last month, we've always looked for new menus, new I guess mm-hmm. meals. Trying different diets. Yeah. Not I, really sticking to it, but just trying to see what we like. Really. Yeah,
2: and we've been focusing a lot more on just healthier meals too, and um,
1: try to be more vegetarian. Unfortunately, less meat, <laughs> more veggies. Yeah, that's Ryan,
2: good. if Ryan could choose, he would have, you know, steak for every meal. I would <laughs> steak, potatoes. steak
0: and eggs, and your heart would stop by the time you're forty
1: or twenty-eight. <laughs> oh gosh, that's only seven months away at this oh. point. So. <laughs> It's, it's getting close uh,
0: so it's good that you're eating more veggies like what's been one of your favorite like healthier meals that you guys have cooked
1: um yeah, kelsey made the sweet potato skillet the other night oh it did Ooh. have meat in it it had like turkey sausage ground turkey. turkey ground turkey thank you Ooh. i always call it turkey sausage that's not the right term don't no. use that
2: it's just a little <laughs> more lean than like ground
1: beef but we've been using like yeah ground turkey and sweet potatoes you know, mm-hmm. onions and peppers, and then we made like a uh, spicy mayo to go on top of it.
0: Ooh, <laughs> I bet it had hot sauce. <laughs> sure did. Or sriracha, <laughs> sriracha.
1: You name it, I'm in. <laughs> it was so good, though. I, mean, I know I've been liking sweet filling, potatoes lately. Mm, full sweet of potatoes, all the nu- nutrients. I mean, that's like a heavier kind of carb, but it was worth it.
0: Yeah, sweet potatoes are good, and veggies. We would just having trying to have more greens. Mm. You know dark leafy greens it's It's hard hard because i really hate dark leafy greens Mm -hmm. i hate spinach like i don't like the texture of kale unless it like has a bunch of shit on it like yeah it's difficult like leafy greens are the worst i
1: really like spinach so
0: that's good spinach is get it
1: i could incorporate when you cook
0: it down though you like in eggs or anything it like disintegrate so you can barely yeah the texture different... that's true when it's in something that's totally okay i was more thinking just like in a raw state oh yeah i don't Ooh. enjoy the leafy greens yeah, all we... that much i agree
1: i'll
2: have a little bit in a salad i mostly have it in like a smoothie in the morning mm, that's smart you yeah. know, just smoothies are down. a good
0: way to get like spinach and kale and mm-hmm. things that you probably aren't going to taste in it's good we
1: mm-hmm. will say that and then we've had i had a black bean burger the other day for the first time probably ever
0: mm-hmm and
1: It doesn't taste like a regular burger. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, they can be good. Like we have a spicy black bean burger that yep, we really that's what like. We yep, and like put some ketchup, and I like sweet pickles, so I put mm. sweet pickles on it, and they're oh, perfect.
1: I put a little bit of guac.
0: Mmm, guac. Um,
1: that's smart. I don't remember well. I put on top a pickle, I think, and jalapenos. It'd
0: be good. With put some, it in like, like right a little wrap. In. Oh, Ooh. it
1: was delicious.
0: That sounds awesome. Good like for to...
1: your heart. A lot of carbs. I yeah, guess that's the only thing I do, I, yeah. I'm not, like, really paying attention to is how many carbs I take. take.
0: Yeah, I know that is the interesting part. I'm probably going to, you know, like, get my lipid panel done soon to just check and make sure that everything's good. But, like, I'm interested to see, like, how all of this vegetarian eating will have an impact on some of that. Because it is very carb-heavy. Like it Like, chickpeas, black beans, mm-hmm. like... I know that they're really good for you, but it is, like, all carbs all day, every day, it feels. So, interested to see... (laughs) How <laughs> that turns out, because like, isn't it triglycerides that are really impacted by the amount of carbs that you eat?
1: I have no idea. Nobody I don't know. knows. But don't okay. veggies but have carbs. Yeah, them? I yeah. mean,
2: veggies, oh. carbs, carbs and, carb. yeah. <laughs> I think nowadays everyone's so afraid of carbs too. Mm. Which no,
0: you need them. Yeah, well, you, you need, do need them. That's yeah. what gives that's you energy. True. And that's true. That's a good point. Like chickpea carbs over um, tortilla chips and salsa right. that I just slammed right <laughs> before we started. <laughs> McDonald's carbs. Whatever is hell. those. That's a good point. That's a good point.
1: don't hamburger buns or cheese it's right you can eat
0: fiber, <laughs> I mean, I need cheese it's because you know, beans and things are <laughs> and good like carbs that, yeah.
2: great point great point because yeah. so many people are into like the keto and the adkins diet which is all meat and cheeses basically that people eat yeah. and they're mm-hmm. just so afraid of carbs i mean they do lose a lot of weight but
1: it's not permanent I yeah really it
2: know. once you start introducing more carbs back in you'll just, just gain it all back body.
1: yeah
0: yeah basically So I know that we're here talking about cooking today and we've kind of like delved into just talking about food just in general. But if you were like, we're deciding to go to a fancy restaurant of like any style, like what is like the if I'm going out and I want a nice ass meal, like what's the meal that you're wanting? Sushi. (laughs) Sushi. sushi. Definitely sushi. I
1: love, and I hated sushi until I dated Kels.
2: Wow. Fun fact, that's where we went on our first date. First date, sushi. (laughs) And Rupert
1: was like,
0: well, I'm I'm gonna do it.
1: I hated it, (laughs) but I proposed it, hoping that she would like it, and found out that she loved it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And the only rolls I was prepared to eat were deep fried rolls. Yeah, so
2: I ordered all the rolls for us on that first date, because smart he yeah, had no idea but <laughs> that's a i did idea. a lot of the tempura rolls and mm. like the philadelphia rolls which has the Sushi cream cheese so good. and so those are all warm and they're pretty easy to eat so.
1: And now I could eat raw fish and watching yes. him struggle with chopsticks <laughs> <love> was
0: hilarious <laughs> oh my gosh I still can't use chopsticks very well like the baby like you know how like mm-hmm. at Maru in particular that's one of my favorite uh sushi restaurants in Michigan it has several locations for those not in Michigan look it up Maru's the shit but anyway they have like the kids chopsticks where they like put rubber bands on the end and like a mm-hmm. little wrapped paper in there so you can like get used to using no, I've them I've never I, seen that that's oh yes. my god they're so smart and and they're so much easier to use that I wish I could use them every time. <laughs> they're like little training ones. Yes. So it has like, um, it's like for kids who don't know how to use yeah. chopsticks. We it...
1: have our own chopsticks here now. Yeah, I got. I got look it. At you, Some... bougie AF. Well, we don't really use them often.
0: We should. I always forget they're in there. You see, the only time <laughs> Makes I use them is when I get five dollars
1: sushi at Kroger. On Didn't Wednesdays.
0: you guys make sushi together one time? Yes. Well, how did that go? Two or three times. No. Okay, yeah. tell us
2: about that. It's actually a lot easier than you think okay
1: it's Um, still hard it to get the the rice to really mm, the sticky rice yeah Yeah, i guess
2: the key is because you can buy you buy the seaweed it's like it's called nori Mm -hmm. it's just like sheets of seaweed you can just buy them at you know meyer kroger um and then the rice you have to make you make it with like a little bit of rice vinegar i think Mm -hmm. and like a little bit of sugar yep and you have to wait for it to cool and then you smear it on the nori and then yeah. you couldn't add any toppings so you're saying that the hardest
0: part rupert was getting the sticky rice right to
1: roll it and then oh, to keep okay. it together and then cut it once yeah. you try to cut it, if you don't have a sharp knife, mm-hmm. it just, which most it turns people don't, into literally, <laughs> yeah, ours oh, are dull. Don't, we don't either, uh, and we try <laughs> to make it work. and We did our best. But
2: yeah, it no, it turns out
0: good.
1: If your knife isn't sharp enough, though, it literally just turns into like a skillet. <laughs> like it just, just like, just like a it just smushes it Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? So, but it was Had to spend like twenty
0: it. minutes sharpening your knife before. Yeah, it's almost
1: <laughs> worth like not cutting it and just eating it like.
0: A, <laughs> yeah, they do <laughs> like have a wrap. They do have um sushi burritos. Oh, my God. Sushi-ritos.
1: <laughs> Mexican. Oh, God. Me- they came back
0: to Mexican, <laughs> but they do have sushi burritos. That, that kind of makes me think about um, Pablo had, like, a very unique business idea. There's a place in Jackson called chilongos mm. I think they are known for their Mexican food. I still food. don't think
1: Pablo's ever been,
0: he loves it. Yeah, <laughs> Pablo hasn't been, but he wants there to be a Chilongos where you serve sushi, sushi right? Yeah. What? There was something else, too. It was, like, sushi and something else. No, yeah, just sushi. Either. I think it was, think it was like Chilango's sushi burritos. bar. So, Chilango's, if you're listening, Pablo has a business proposal for you.
1: I <laughs> do own Jackson's. So. That would be
0: amazing. So many people love
2: sushi, I Mexican think. Mexican
1: sushi is a thing, and I've heard it's phenomenal. so your sushi
2: burritos, those are a thing. <laughs> you when you make sushi at home.
0: just <laughs> told me. That's all I know. Yeah. sushi burritos oh, yeah <laughs> sounds sushi, it sounds
2: good Yeah, I'm not mad about it if you haven't tried try to make it but key takeaways use a sharp knife yeah. don't overstuff your sushi yeah, roll keep it thin
1: mm. keep it simple yeah what is it what's the kiss method keep it stupid simple keep oh, it stupid or keep it simple stupid <laughs> I don't know which way to say it but it's one of the two how many bushes have you had <laughs> that's a real saying bush lattes <laughs> My keep boss it stupid used to tell me that. simple it's either keep it simple stupid yeah. or keep it stupid simple either way uh, uh, on what mood you're in if you, I, you know if you want to yell right. at somebody it's keep it simple mm-hmm. stupid
0: <laughs> i just thought you missed a book because you were shway but <laughs> okay. apparently it's real oh,
1: it's a real saying
0: well i want to i want to thank you guys so much for being on the podcast and talking with us about cooking and food it's been so fun yeah thanks to for, hear for putting about, up with us yeah <laughs> so fun to hear about what you've been cooking and eating it inspires me to go home and make fun foods to eat for those listening be sure to tune in to our next episode with david Kay, where we talk about poker poker (laughs) Poker. thanks for having us (laughs) thank you guys so much thanks for listening to episode two special thanks to pablo our sound mixer and production assistant for keeping our audio recording on point Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts.